when I learned something deep about my mother, right? I, I remember seeing my mother embarrassed. You know, I think I was around pre, you know, around that preteen age. You know, you you know, as a child, when you grow into your consciousness and you grow to like, wow, you know, my parents are person. Like they ain't just this, you know, this mythological figure anymore. Like they're a real person. <laughs> You are listening to the Quayley Creator Podcast, where we interview creators from our platform about their projects, backgrounds, and obstacles they've overcome in the industry. What's up, fam? This is Deshauna Spencer, founder of Quayley TV. I'm super excited to be talking with Yusuf Mays. He has an amazing short film on Quayley TV. He's going to talk to you all about that and so much more. Yusuf, welcome to Quayley Creators. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here be a part of Quayley and the Quayley family. So, and we're excited that you're a part of the family. Before we really get started with the conversation, talk about your, your short that's on Quayley TV and your aspiration behind it. So it's uh, a film's called Zara and the Oil Man. Um, the story's about the daughter of a Muslim oil merchant, oil street merchant, uh, who finds out uh, more about her father and his business. Uh, what inspired the film because the film takes place in North New Jersey, and it's really about the African-American Muslim community in North New Jersey, which is a huge community. And I think, you know, we don't we don't see any films about African-American Muslims, especially African-American Muslim families. And it's really about the uh, street merchant hustle, uh, like, you know, the, the father, he sells Muslim oil, soaps uh, and like lotions, things of that such, Muslim care products. And so it's kind of just give some more like backstory around, you know, that hustle. Like that's a real, you know, street hustle that I feel like we need to shine light on as well as shine light on a, a Muslim family, specifically uh, an African-American father and daughter. Yeah, you're so right. There aren't a lot of stories about uh, African-American Muslims. If you do see anything that's focused on Muslims, really more of the nation, you know, not really any other type of um, part of, of Muslim faith. And so I think it's a really great, that, that's what drew me to, to your film initially. It was like, oh, this is a loving father-daughter relationship. And, and if don't sometimes see, especially when it comes to like, Black fathers and daughters, and then the fact that they're Muslim also to me also, it's also really important to to show that. Yeah, you know, you never really get to see like a father and daughter, and I I never really wanted to show a love story in a way where, you know, all right, we 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 see love stories like romantic love stories, but I you know I'm a I'm a fan of the old old films, you know, films like the black and white films where we get to see like different just relationships as opposed to those romantic ones and, you know, especially specifically family. And so, you know, I'm a, I'm a father, you know, I have a son and daughter, of course, like when I want to watch a, a, a movie with my children, like right now, like I, I do, sh- I, like I showed them the old movies, like it's a wonderful life and things that such those, those wholesome stories, you know? And yeah, I think yeah. right now, you know, there are films that we get to see, but it's just, it's literally lacking. Like, I got to kind of go to the classics to really be able to see, uh, show my son, you know, they, they're only nine and five-year-old, but to really show them, like, some content, like, drama, like, drama right now is always just pretty much radar R, you know, like, family, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so, like, this is a, you know, a wholesome, you know, kind of a light, light story, 
but it really had some depth to it. And, and I really, you know, I, I, I guess I wanted to make a film that I could show my children. Right. And it's definitely a great family film that anyone of all ages can, can watch and really enjoy. And, and also shows a positive relationship between a, a black father and a daughter which sometimes we don't always see, as you mentioned, there always has to be some conflict or someone's being abused or, you know, something like that. But that doesn't always make up our community and you're showing us with the short. So I really appreciate that. Again, like, again, the show, so something that, you know, my children could watch, but also like, I think it was important, like this is a preteen, this is a preteen daughter, right? And I remember when I learned something deep about my mother, right? I, I remember seeing my mother embarrassed. You know, I think I was around pre, you know, around that preteen age. You know, you, you know, as a child, when you grow into your consciousness and you grow mm -hmm. to like, wow, you know, my parents are a person. Like they ain't just this, you know, this mythological figure anymore. Like they're a real person. And so I kind of wanted to, you know, show that moment you know, where children, right, they really see like, wow, you know, this, you know, this, this person, this father is like, wow, wow, man, like, you know, my dad's a, you know, a real guy, like he's flesh and bone, like he got mistakes, just hit on that emotion. Mm -hmm. You know, that was, that was what's important for me to show. Yeah, yeah, you definitely did that. And I'm happy you said it away, it doesn't give it away for those who haven't seen yeah. it. So everyone should definitely, definitely see the short. Talk about your, your experience, your background in filmmaking in general. You've done this short and, and talk about some other work you've done and how you got into this industry all together. So, um, so this is my second short film. My first short film is called Driver. It's about an estranged father who was given another opportunity at fatherhood when he found out that his son is murdered. So my background really like, I, so I went to school for writing, went to the new school, University in New York. I was really like a short story writer. I love short stories. And I wanted to like write novels. I still kind of do, but you know, you really got to have a command of language and things that such and that have that, that discipline of really, you know, slaving over the sentences, you know, slaving. And so, and so I'm a very, I'm a visual person. I always uh, love movies and, and really, and I work, I work in the social work field. Like I worked as a drug counselor, I worked as uh, like right now, I work with kids in foster care. So I really wanted, you know, and I come from East Orange, North New Jersey to urban. So I wanted to sort of, although I'm a social worker, I'm, you know, I wanted to hit on social issues, but in, of course, in drama or films and, you know, in the art world, you know, so so like that really like like my first film was about an estranged father who's who's coming back to the family and, and Zarna Oilman is about, you know, a black uh, father and daughter and how they, you know, how they need to work through basically their issues. And so mm -hmm. and so, you know, I wanted to mesh, you know, my professional, you know, of course, my professional background working in social work and film in a way, you know, that's, so that's what sort of like spur is spurring these stories, you know, right now, you know, I'm working on a story around AIDS. Like well, actually my, my parents uh, died from AIDS when I was a teenager. And so mm -hmm. I think that's very important to really highlight how AIDS had affected the black community. And so, um, so, 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 the, you know, that's, that's what's, I guess, inspiring the work that I've done in, in the, the work that I want to continue to do. 
Well, I think that's really amazing that you sort of see how things are or you see what's missing you go based off of your own life experiences you create art now, do you think that's important to as a filmmaker to create art that can entertain but also educate the audience as well you know i mean for me specifically like just just the trauma or things that i've been through like i haven't i haven't I didn't go through, you know, like I lost my I lost my mother and my stepfather when I was like 19 years old. And I remember this guy said, man, you didn't, that ain't happened for no reason, you know? Like, like you know, my trauma and my pain, like I had to, it's, it's some purpose to it, right? And so, like, you know, when I make films, like I have to make it off some sort of personal experience, although it may not be something I specifically went through, but it has to be, you know, something that that is that's in my gut, you know, that's that's something that, you know, whether my family went through or something that, you know. And so I think it's, you know, like I'm not going to make any films about like, you know, experiences that I have no idea about, you know, that I'm not I'm not familiar with. And I think, you know, you know, the kind of person I am, you know, my mother, I'm actually my mother and my biological father were um, black nationalists. And, you know, my mother was always about, you know, the movement and the liberation of our people, black people. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, you know, once I started making films, like it made sense, it clicked, mm-hmm. you know? It was like, like this is, this is the liberation of our people. You know, this is my movement, you know? My, I guess my, my task in the movement, you know, is to, is to make films that's still about liberating our people in some sort of a way. Although it's films and it's art, you know, at least you get to, you know, it's it's our task to, as a filmmaker, right? Images come first, right? Stories come first. And so sometimes, you know, you put the image out there like Zara and the Oil Man. And, you know, although these stories do exist, right? These people do exist, but, you know, our media doesn't show that, you know, doesn't show that, you know, there's that this love exists, but it's important to show it first and hopefully the world will follow. Right, right. And and, and there's there's been so much demonizing too of the Muslim community, especially in the last couple of years. And it's again refreshing to for people to see it, you know. I think it's one thing for our community to see it, but people who are outside of our community to see positive views about our community because we've seen unfortunately time and time again in which uh, our community especially like a muslim community is demonized and and you're showing definitely a positive light so i really appreciate that about the film yeah no no like right now I just see films about you know muslim community and you know connected to terrorism you know exactly. and that's, uh, it's such a it's such a crime it's a crime mm-hmm. So our film also got into a site, you know, uh, actually a UK site that promotes Muslim content, you know, and, and you know, I was very excited, you know, it was what would be on Quayley TV, a black owned site for black content, African-American content, or, you know, just con- content of the African diaspora, you know, for this film to be, to, to counterattack, you know, counterattack these narratives you know, like these as content creators, we're supposed to counterattack these narratives because we are in a war around mm-hmm. content. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, we're yeah. in a war with content. We're in a war with with image, 
And like, that's one of the reasons why I started Clay TV was to show a different side of what, from what mainstream media was showing about the black community. And it's really interesting how when you can't walk anywhere or, or, or be seen and someone automatically sees a black person as a threat or they get the police called on them or they're in Starbucks. I mean, so many different scenarios about, about how people view us and as a community and as artists, I agree our role is to really counteract that. And, and I think your film is doing it. You know, we have so many other amazing films that do that. Girl, you were talking about how you guys started as a writer. And so I'm really curious about your approach to storytelling. This flow really easy. Talk about sort of learning writing, because writing a script is very different from mm-hmm. writing a short story. Talk about your approach and sort of the tools you learned along the way to, to get to this point to create a film like Zara. So I've always been, and I think, I think it's important, you know, as far as for writing, like, I wouldn't say I'm a avid reader, but I, I, I am, you know, I, you know, I read, you know, I, 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 my mother always pushed, you know, me reading. Like I, so I wrote, I've read a lot of short stories. I love short stories. So I think it's important to, you know, absorb as much, you know, especially those classic novels, those classic short stories to watch the classic films. You know, I think it's very important, you know, when I, when I, of course, when I approach a story, I have to go into that catalog of films in my head, like, okay, you know, a tree grows in Brooklyn. Like I want to kind of create a story like that, or, you know, it's a wonderful life or, you know, do the right thing. You know what I mean? Like, and so, and so, you know, um, you know, I think it's, you know, to for me to have, you know, these catalog of films in my head, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to, you know, to create, you know, a story like Zara, you know, I do the right thing was definitely something that I was constantly thinking about as far as the imagery and cinematography, I do the right thing, but not the story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like far as like, uh, yeah, like me, right, writing it, like I was thinking of, you know, just those old classic stories. I think old man in the, old man in the sea, you know, it's just about a boy and an old man on a boat, you know, because I knew that this is a father-daughter story and that the conflict needed to be in what they learn about each other, you know? And how, mm-hmm. how you know, because the plot, the plot isn't really them learning, like, who, who they, you know, who each other are and how it's almost a direct conflict. You know, she's a smart, bright, young girl, and she learns something a secret about her father that may embarrass her. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, so I guess, yeah, that's what I, what I kept thinking about when writing this story. Yeah, definitely. And then too, um, you were very successful in getting dollars to make it. I know you guys went, I think from New Jersey and others talk about their approach. So there are a lot of independent filmmakers who are always going to figure out, like, how do you raise money? How do you get things made? So talk about that process. Man, a lot of, a lot came out of my pocket. A lot came out of my pocket, like, you know, actually more than I wish, you know, but, but as a filmmaker, it's a, it's a rich man's, you know, it's a rich man's sports, you know, and you got to find how to, how, how to, you know, uh, so I pulled from, my 401k, like I got actually slayed off and I was like, look, man, I got to make this film somehow. And, you know, I pulled, you know, was able to use some of that money to shoot a trailer 
And through making a trailer, I was able to, you know, I was I was like doing online, like what else? I did GoFundMe. Yeah, I mm-hmm. start I start promoting the GoFundMe page, and I was able to like secure a grant from Express North. They're a a third space like arts incubator that uh, Rutgers Nork had created for community filmmakers in the Nork area. And through that, you know, we were able, I was from that grant, I was able to really complete the film. But a lot of it was, you know, most still, most of it was still like, you know, coming out of my pocket. Um, And just through the family, like family, friends, family and friends uh, on social media, Facebook, you know, I was, I was a, a shameless, shameless, you know, beggar, <laughs> for real, was, you know, and I mean, it, and then sometimes it was like embarrassing. It's like, oh man, come on guys, give me $5, $10, $25, you know, like as, 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 as filmmakers of color, like we do lean on our family and friends more than I really, I really want to, you know, mm-hmm. but, but you got to create some content that they'll believe in, you know, and, yeah. and, 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 you know, and, and through actually through my first film driver, yeah, we didn't raise any money. I came out of my pocket. Actually, it was funny. Like, uh, uh, that first film driver, right. The whole crew, we all like got laid off from jobs or whatever the situation was. But I, I, I say it as a joke. I should put, uh, New Jersey unemployment insurance as our logo because <laughs> everybody was collecting unemployment. Like every, like all of us, it was so funny. It was like, yo, you collected unemployment. I'm collecting unemployment. <laughs> That's how we got that film made. Wow. <laughs> you know, but it's by but, any means, it's by any means, yeah, man. It's by any means. Like in order to, in order to, I think breaking this in this industry, and I still feel like I'm still breaking in. You know, um, you got to be able to create the content first, right? You know, like yeah. before you start asking people for money. So with Driver, I didn't ask anybody for money. So I made that film first and then that it went on some film festival circuits. It didn't go big because one thing I learned with the short film game is that, you know, 20 minutes or less is the, is the, um, is the, be- unless you're going to make a feature film for those filmmakers out there, try to stick to 20 minutes or less. If you're going to make a short film to to try to get into, you know, the festival circuit, because my first film was about 34 minutes and it was, you know, so it was a long, short and really people, you know, really film festivals that although the story was good, it was just a bit long. And so and so with Arna Oya, man, because the film was like 19 minutes, it really and it's still on film festival circuit now, like it's been really doing well on the film festival circuit. And in, and in the production wise, like the cinematography was really crisp, and you know, yeah, so it you gotta you gotta ask people for money. You can't be ashamed. Like if you want to make this art, make make some content first to show that you can make the art, and then I would say ask for money. Really great advice. And I have one more question for you. Mm-hmm. As you know, Kuli means truth in Swahili, so we always ask filmmakers about their authentic voice. What is your authentic storytelling voice? I guess you know, as an African American man who, who parents were black nationalists, who my mother was always, you know, since I was a child, talking to, talk about the liberation of black people, like that's my voice, you know, like to to make films that is still about this movement, you know, 
like right now, you know, what, you know, uh, what we're going through in America, like we're still fighting, fighting the fight, right? You know, right. still been fighting the fight for years. And so, you know, my intensive voice is to still fight that fight, you know, but through content, through storytelling, through images, you know, you know, like Zara and the oil man, like Zara and the father Hafiz, just dark skin, beautiful, you know, like they look beautiful, you know, it's very important right. to cast, you know, cast these, you know, and I, and then I specifically like, you know, we, we opened the audition. So it wasn't like, Hey, I want a dark skin, you know, father and daughter, but they were the best. And, and it was very important that we, you know, we show that image that they didn't. Cause I was too, I was very nervous about them look, you know, because they were going to have Muslim garb on, of them looking Middle Eastern. Like I wanted them to make sure that they looked like they were African-American Muslims. And so, you know, so so that's my fight is to continue to liberate our people through image, content, you know, and storytelling. Thank you. Amazing answer. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me. This has been a really great conversation. Please check out his short on Clay TV, Zara and the Old Man. It's amazing. It's award-winning and it's still in the film festival circuit. Mm-hmm. which now is on hold. Lots of those are on hold because of COVID. So now you can watch it safely yeah. in your home on Kuala TV. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I um, would love to be a part of the Kuala family. I'm so excited.